0: Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family, welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, we are talking about how your aura acts in learning contexts. I mean, you could also call this auras for teachers, or what impressions your aura gives off to others about your own intelligence, or how learning presents itself to you in aura color. I mean, I could call this a lot of different things, but first, hey Scotty. Hey guys. So I got this idea and this will make the whole episode make a lot more sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you know, I mean, the both of us were still learning. I mean, that's why I love this topic cuz I always find new places it fits and and I found it at my kids teacher conference. So Abby's 7 and the teacher wanted to meet with everybody individually for a teacher conference. So I'm like, "Okay, great." So I sign up, it's just me and her, one-on-one. Uh, She's in second, my kid's in second grade. Uh, And I go in and I already know, because Abby has been coming home and telling me that her seatmate, who is this lovely little girl, her seatmate is helping her all the time. And she says, mommy, she's always getting my computer for me. She's always doing this for me. She's doing that for me. She wiped my face after I had chocolate on it. She does too much for me. And I'm always saying, Abby, tell her, you know, come on, tell her, Abby, not, no, thank you, I can do that myself, or no, thank you, and I guess this little girl has even, I didn't even tell you this, she's been raising her hand for Abby, saying, hey, Abby has to go to the bathroom.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Like, cause, oh, poor, poor Abby. <laughs> I feel so bad, and Abby, and, I, and I'm like, Abby, you got to self-advocate, you got to say, like, no, no, thank you, I can do it myself, I can do it myself. No, mommy, then she won't like me she won't be my friend anymore. I'm like, I don't think that's true. I'm like, I think she's a really nice little girl and she'll still be your friend. She's like, no, she won't. So this is what's been going on. So I go into the teacher conference and the teacher, who's a lovely lady and I like her a lot and she works really hard and everything, but she's, it's kind of like, and this is just my life because I have to go act normal, you know, and I can't talk in aura color but right. I go in, and I immediately absorb the impression she has of Abby.
1: Okay. Do, what did you, Were you able to pick up the colors of the teacher? Yes. What colors was she?
0: She's purple-blue, but she, she wears inauthentic red.
1: Purple-blue, but wears inauthentic red. Got yeah.
0: Okay. And I love her. She's a great teacher. She's very old school, you know, and she's great and everything. But I can tell she, she runs a tight ship, which is fine. I like that. But – you know, immediately I sense that she's kind of picking up the Abby that, you know, what would I call it? Like that, the Abby that Abby wants to present, yeah. like kind of invisible or a fall through the crack kid or somebody who's a little bit shy or awkward well, or yeah, whatever. I mean,
1: I went up to that first night where, you, first day where you drop off all the supplies. Oh, meet the teacher. Meet the, meet the teacher. Yeah. And Abby, you know, basically was like pinned to us.
0: Yes. Not...
1: very shy. She's shy. The teacher came up to her, asked her a question and Abby kind of like almost, I don't even think she responded. She didn't. So she was like very, very almost over the top shy. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So. And I remember, and,
0: and so that's the, you know, and I think she hasn't improved a lot since then (laughs) Yeah. and her seatmate has been taking control of the situation and helping her, which is really sweet. But so the teacher's kind of like, well, I don't know if her, I'm not going to say the girl's name, but I don't know if her seatmate has been, you know, if that's her work I'm seeing on Abby's paper or Abby's work and immediately like, oh my gosh, she doesn't think Abby's all there or something, you know what I mean? She doesn't think Abby's kid. I'm like, well, listen, yeah, I think
1: she, was, I think you even told me that she was singing the praises of the other student.
0: Yes, she was. She's like, oh, you know, her seatmate. she's really high. She's like really smart. She's like really, you know, she's on top of things. And, and, you know, uh, I, I have to see Abby's work, not her work. She was telling me. And I'm like, okay. I'm like two things. One. Abby does do the work at home and I see her. She does it herself at home. And then two, and then without using the word empath or turquoise or or anything like that, I said basically like, listen, here's the deal. Like Abby doesn't want to upset her seatmate. Her seatmate's a lovely motherly girl and Abby wants to be her friend and she thinks that she can't self-advocate or be more of the Abby I see at home because she's afraid she'll lose that friendship and... This is just how the dynamic seems to be working, and then you're seeing Abby just kind of go along with it in in class, and the teacher just kind of stared at me, like, uh-huh, <laughs> and I'm Something
1: like... basically just not believing you.
0: Yeah, she's like, okay, and I get it, because I was a teacher, and I know yeah. the last person I want to be is one of those parents. It's like, my kid, you know what I mean? Like, I understand... My child and I understand what she can and can't do. Like I get those things, and right. I'm not looking for Albert Einstein abilities from her or anything. But, but I know that she's making herself less yes. in class to, comp- to to be more accepted socially. Like I see that. And I don't know if the teacher does and it's early in the year. So there hasn't been a ton of tests or anything like that yet. Right. And, um, and I just said, okay, you know, and she's like, and I just had, uh, a conference with the, the seatmates mom came in and I told her to tell her kid, like not to help Abby so much. Well, I don't think any of that's going on and it's just the whole thing. So, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh man, I'm like, it's Abby's flipping turquoise aura that's causing this. And if we all understood more about how auras present themselves in learning contexts, right. not just classrooms, but in, in the workforce or on a team or anywhere anywhere that you go where people are kind of assessing your intelligence based on your behavior, if people understood this more, then they wouldn't see someone's shortcomings as easily. They'd be like, well, maybe their their empath abilities are getting in the way, or right. this is happening, or that's happening. Yeah, because, I mean, with Brie, who's a red, yeah. we never had this problem. Well, Bree's, you know, our the, other kid is red-purple, and she, I had the opposite yeah, problem. Yeah, the opposite. Like, she was the one that's like, excuse me, you made a mistake, or da-da-da, <laughs> or didn't you say there was homework, or, uh, you know, she's not very, so extra self-advocate right uh, which is great i never had to worry about her that way if anything i got the emails like can she stop talking so much in class <laughs> or something like that I'm like sorry <laughs> no like, it's tell right. so like it's it's two different kids but and i and you know what brianna's kindergarten teacher actually said this to me she was so psychic brianna's kindergarten teacher such a psychic lady so purple she was so intense she said i can't tell if breeze she even said like intelligent or just really precocious like that And I mean that was very honest. And she said it a lot nicer than that. That doesn't sound very nice the way I said it, but she said it like that. And I was like, yeah, I can, that's Brie. Like, you don't know. Is she just extra on top of it and like in your face? Or, you know, is it is it smart too? You know? So it's kind of how we present ourselves gives people impressions about our intelligence. And from being a teacher, I understand that all kids, and you do too, because and we're gonna talk about this, but in my time teaching, My impression of kids is we send them to this institution and there's like one rubric. There's like one standardized way of assessing every single one of them, but they're all smart in different ways and they don't all measure up to the standardized expectations, but that doesn't mean that they're not intelligent. And you would see kids shine in other ways. It'll never get recognized. And it was like, oh, it, was, it kills you. you. know. So so I just thought this was a really cool topic for today for auras. You yeah. can tell I'm getting really into it. Yeah. yeah, no,
1: definitely. All right. So we're going to do an ad, uh, but then when we come back, we're going to do all the aura colors. We're not going to forget the turquoises. Nope. I think we're even going to throw the pinks in there. A little, <laughs> little We'll throw a little pink in there. And we're just going to discuss how your intelligence presents itself in aura color.
0: You've probably noticed, but the ultimate cool girl look is a fully loaded and stacked earscape. If that feels a little intimidating, then you need to check out Studs. After all, they coined the term earscape. Studs is the go to authority for piercings and earrings and can help you curate an earscape based on your own anatomy and style. Personally, I'm obsessed with the studs. I have very sensitive ears and their earrings I can actually wear for days and days and days. I don't even notice they're in. I do not say this lightly. I have the most sensitive, whiny ears in the whole world. And I'll tell you, I don't notice their ear. I don't know. I just don't notice them. They're amazing and they're beautiful. And if you don't know what to do with all these extra piercings that you might have had a couple of years ago, that's like me. Like when I was younger, I got all these piercings and now I don't know what to do with them. Just go to their website and they can help you curate a look. Studs is reimagining the piercing experience for each and every year. Want to refresh your look with a new piercing or you need some pro styling advice, shop online or stop in Studs in LA, New York City, Austin, Nashville, Miami, Boston, or Seattle with more coming soon. Want to get a new or even first time piercing, but you're feeling a little scared? Fear not. Studs Only Pierces was Single-use needles, never guns, so it's way safer and better, especially for advanced piercings. Studs earrings are made from high-quality materials, which won't turn your skin green. Plus, they're lightweight and durable enough to wear all the time like I do. You can even sleep and work out in them. I do. I don't even notice them. Studs has over 250 styles of hoops, huggies, studs, Cuffs and dangles, and they pierce way more than just lobes, so it's easy to create a statement look or something you keep in every day. Starting at just ten dollars per earrings, right now Studs is offering our listeners twenty percent off your first purchase when you go to www dot slash kya. Go to studs dot com slash kya for twenty percent off your. First purchase. That's studs.com slash KYA. Welcome back to KYA with us. I have a very special esteemed guest. He is a veteran licensed what is it? <laughs> a veteran license, licensed tenured. tenured, tenured retired uh, now. Retired <laughs> teacher with over 20 plus years in the field. We have Professor. Do
1: you, do you want to do my voice Scott too? You to that the Scott
0: voice. Welcome, welcome.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yes. They used to call me Mr. Firester. Mr. Firester. Yeah, so it's no what, longer Scotty. What are your credentials,
0: Mr. Firester?
1: Well, let's see. Uh, I was. <laughs> I, t- I did teach twenty years. I yes. taught at four different schools. Okay. I taught in inner city Brooklyn. Yes. I taught in a private <laughs> school in Long Island. Right. I taught. Public school in rural area in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, that was fun. Holland. Yeah. Holland, New York.
0: They dedicated the yearbook to you.
1: They did. Yeah, they did. They They did. did. Yeah. Um, And I taught in Boca, a private school in Boca. Boca. So I I like to change it up. So for me, you know, people that know my journey from the podcast know that I really didn't like teaching, didn't want to to be a teacher for 20 years. Right. Don't know how. And at this point, I really don't know how I did it for 20 years. And the, the only thing I had was to change it up. So yeah, like that was your, schools that was your schools. band-aid. Like, I couldn't get out of teaching, right? but I could get out of the school. Right. And then I got, had like a little reprieve from each school where the first couple of years I was like, okay, this is new. It's different. Yeah. Because that, that was the thing I really hated the most about teaching was the repetition. The, repetition. the old, like, you know, teaching ninth grade world history. Because the kids loved you. Five times a day, yeah. Yeah. Ki- yeah. Yeah, The kids, I, I like the kids. Yeah. I did like the kids. The staff <laughs> meetings, not so much the staff <laughs> You know, I wouldn't get along to much with this. I met.
0: But. I remember the last placement you were at. One of your. Te- I met one of your teachers, and she actually came for a reading. And she, this was like a while ago. Yeah, and she was the English teacher, and she's like, you know, Scott at a faculty meeting is the absolute most hysterical thing you'll ever see. He's on his laptop the entire time, and I guess she looked at you at some point, and you were like, "Yep, that'll do it." And you just like walked out.
1: <laughs> well, I was known to do that. Like. I, I would just like, they're doing the meeting. How, you know, like let's say there's 50, 60, a hundred teachers there. I don't know. Right. And staff and everything. I just walk out. Like nobody knew. Like what, once, like you did your like, hi, Hey, I'm here. And you, you know, I'd shake hands with the principal or whatever.
0: That's like in um, the office Jim. Yeah. When you, like, you make it, a big impression at the first, like, yeah. Hey principal.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I'd make like a big impression at the beginning. And then I would just kind of like sneak out the back. Right. Or, you know, I'd go to the faculty room for like half the meeting <laughs> I couldn't sit through those.
0: There was no (laughs) can you imagine me
1: sitting through those meetings. Yeah. They put you in a sour mood. Yeah. A real sour mood. But
0: the kids, you were always really good with the kids. And even today when we see kids that know you, they have like, you know, they liked you. So that was good. Yeah, I I always had a good report. And I think you like that they I feel like what I always got with the kids and you is both of you didn't want to be there the exact amount and they they appreciated that you also didn't want to be there. So it's like, man, this guy gets me. He gets me because you'd sit there you're like I don't want to be here either.
1: Yeah, that's what it was like. They'd be like, "Oh, I don't want to do i same." Like, either do I? <laughs> and they were let's like, "Just do what? it." And you they know, were like, just, "I love you." Yeah, they're like <laughs> fine, let's just let's get it done. You know, let's just do it. We have to do it. We're here anyway. You know, that was my attitude with it. And yeah, I guess I, I mean I was a bad student as a kid too. Right. Like, that's the other thing. Like, so I understood them in a way. <laughs> like, I understood like, yeah, I don't want to be here either. You're
0: like I'm a slacker
1: yeah. all the time too. Yeah. I mean, I still am. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, literally, I was. The bell would ring at the end of the day, for the the most part. The kids would all go, and I'd be like the first teacher out the door. Yeah. And I always got crap for that.
0: Oh, they tell you that, too, when you're a teacher. Don't be the first one out the door. Yeah,
1: stay till 4 o'clock. Like, what? What am I going to be doing there at (laughs) 4 (laughs) o'clock? Like seriously, what am I doing from like two thirty to four o'clock? That, right. So I would be like the first person out the, of the door. Right. Like the, basically, the kids would be out, and I'd be. And right then you're just like you're
0: shoving them, you're yeah. like get elbowing them out it of, of away. the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Mr. there, yeah. you're like get out of my way.
1: Yeah. And that was like my mo. Everyone knew that.
0: Like, the, yeah, he's the first one out. <laughs> he's trampling down the little kids. <laughs> yeah. On
1: hey, your way out the door. We had contractual door. time. You know, contractual <laughs>
0: times said two twenty five. It was two twenty. That's the time I left. Yeah. <laughs> So I brought you on as my expert guest today
1: because- It's going to be a great episode.
0: No, because seriously, like I haven't taught in a long time. So I do auras, you know teaching, and I wanted to, how do they fit? Okay, And and if you don't have kids, that's fine. Think about you as a student. And honestly, this carries into you at work, corporate situations, everything else. So I wanted to go through each aura color and then talk about how it specifically looks and how the impressions you're going to- you know, I guess, like, how you can look and pick out these types of people so that you're not missing them. Or if you are this type of person, understand how people are viewing you.
1: Okay. And, I, and I, I'll just preface this by saying I wish I knew this when yeah. I was teaching. Yeah. You know, I, you know it was only the last couple of years where I was doing the teaching and the aura color thing with mm-hmm. you. So I wish I would have known this yeah. all those uh, years. It would have really helped me, actually. Yeah,
0: I... I guess I learned it the way I was doing it because when I was teaching is when aura colors finally made sense to me. But the way I was using it was more for learning, like for teaching styles. So I would do kind of different instruction based off, which could be a whole other podcast episode. But anyways, okay, so let's start with blues. All right, so I have to explain blue people first. So blues are just compassionate. They're empaths. They feel other people's feelings as their own. But the big thing with blue people is you don't always know that you're doing that, that you're picking up other people's thoughts, opinions, and emotions. And then I guess like modulating your behavior upon it. And that therein lies the problem when you don't know you're changing your identity and, and your behavior and your wants and needs because of what you're picking up from the environment. So blues in, I feel like learning situations can act invisible. They can they can act completely invisible, and they'll let others shine. They'll let others shine instead of themselves, and they would just rather fit in than stand out because it feels weird to have everyone kind of pay attention to you. Um, and they know what other people's need, needs are. So they might be the type of kid or, or learner that's like, oh, you know, they need more attention than I do. So I'll just sit this one out or I won't, I won't assert my knowledge on that subject because that, that kid needs it more than I do to be right or whatever. So what, if, what did you see in blues in the classroom? Okay. So, again, now this is all looking back on it. Yeah. Now.
1: So I, I would say the blues probably were the ones that would help me. So I had a lot of helpers. Oh, you did. Especially <laughs> the, the girls would help me with my room. De- like I did not know how to decorate. I'm all right. I'm not decorating things. It's like, it's bare bones unless you guys want to do something. And I was like, fine, go do it. So I, I would say they're the ones that kind of helped me with decorating the room. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, Your you room know. looked
0: great. Yeah. And I remember you had, yeah. a, you had a pack of girls that just like knew. Ex- and you're the type, you're like, here's my cupboard. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, like whatever you did, is. I'm like. Better than it was. They're bringing in their own stuff. Like, you yeah. like, okay. Because I never made a bill. I, I literally, in all 20 years, never made a bulletin board. Like, that was like a thing. You, actually, I think it was like a requirement. You it must wasn't. make one or two bulletin boards a year. Like in
0: the hallway? Yeah, in the
1: hallway. I'm like, that never <laughs> happened. I never did that. Okay. <laughs> never did it. Um, Your
0: pack of blue girls did it. Yeah. yeah. So
1: I, I would say those were the ones that probably were the help. my helpers Aww, yeah. all, throughout the years. Um, you know, they would do all my errands for me. <laughs>
0: Just they just used them as slaves. They, they did. <laughs> they, they wanted to. <laughs> they,
1: they wanted to. I mean... Right. You know... <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. So, anyway, I would say that. The other thing I would say is, like, the blues, they might have been, like, the toughest to... I don't know, like say, like understand their learning, or if they maybe had a learning disability, yeah, or sure. maybe a, they were someone who might have fallen through the cracks.
0: You don't know if they don't understand something. Yeah,
1: looking back at it again, right? Yeah, like maybe I wasn't sure. Like, or oh,
0: they? They don't have comprehension. What's their yeah. problem? What's yeah. going on? And they won't. They might not even know their own problem, right? And and then they're really good at hiding it because they yeah. can be invisible. And they're, great.
1: and they're and I would always think that they're they're great. I'm assuming again, I have to jog the memory here. But yeah, their grade would probably be pretty good. So like, yeah. you know, your blues, typically they're not going to be that 70s and 60s. They would probably be in the high 80s or low 90s. Right. And it's probably, you know, knowing me because they're helping me out. I probably threw them some points. Right. You, you know, like when it came to grading their paper. If it's
0: between it, like a D and a C. Yeah. You know, you
1: know things, you know, you got to remember when you're a teacher and you're looking at your grading someone's paper it's in history, it's subjective. You know, like, uh, you know, this could be a B plus or it could be a B, you know, which, which one is. All right. You know what? Nice kid, you've been doing well. Yeah, I give you
0: the i bet that happens to a lot of a lot of blue kids. Yeah, like they get kind of shoved through because they're nice people.
1: Yeah, now teachers today don't admit that. You know, (laughs) get
0: you in trouble. (laughs) You're letting all the secrets go.
1: But you know, I'm not a teacher anymore, so I can say
0: this. You know, you were nice to me.
1: yeah, you got Well, I mean, yeah,
0: That's points. the saying, you catch more flies with honey than yeah. vinegar. No, yeah. it's true. I mean, and they always say, you know, the kid that's like, hey, good morning. Can I help you with that? They're just like a nice person. Yeah. What are you going to make their life a living hell? Right. Or if they're exactly. struggling, are you going to like really, is it fun to kick them when they're down? Exactly. No. And I'm sure like a lot of, in learning situations, a lot of blue kids probably yeah. get pushed yeah. up. You do,
1: I mean, I had some leeway, you know, at the end of the semester, you could... If they had like an 89, you had yeah. the choice, you know, do you bump them to a 90 or, you know, they, yeah, I'd bump them because, yeah.
0: you know,
1: they were, they were, nice. they were nice.
0: They were, they were nice. Yeah. I mean, they I had, like yeah. those red kids. Exactly. No,
1: oh, no. <laughs> yeah. them I was looking to take points away. No.
0: <laughs> we'll get to that.
1: <laughs> all right. So, so <laughs> that's, what, that's what I would say about the blues.
0: All right. Yeah. I, and I like that. And I think it's, a, I think a, the majority of kids, you know, and I have, oh, I wanted to bring this up because I, I totally forgot about this at the rural teaching situation. In Buffalo. You, you, teach, you taught in at Holl- Holland. You teach, oh my God, you taught at Holland.
1: Yeah, which is, which yeah. Is, is explain of- where that is. Okay, so <laughs> it, this is getting a little bit off topic. It is, but, but it's funny. I'm originally from Long Island, suburb of New York City. Okay, I went up to Buffalo, got my master's at UB in Amherst, which is, you know, a busy area. Mm-hmm. And then there's Holland. So <laughs> once you get, you go to Buffalo, then you go south, you get what's called the South Towns, and they have like Orchard Park where the Bills play. But once you leave Orchard Park, you're in like farmland. It's farm.
0: It's farmland. It's straight up.
1: The first time I drove there, and it took about a half hour from Orchard. I used to live in Orchard Park. It took me about a half hour to get there. I thought I was in another world. It's I didn't know where I was. It's very
0: isolated. Yeah,
1: like sheep were crossing yeah, as I was driving. Real, yeah. No, real. yeah, real. Yeah, really
0: He's not even joking. Not even joking.
1: Like, yeah, flock of geese. You know, almost hit my car. Yeah. It. Kids drove their tractors to school. Yeah, there was drive your tractor to school day. Yeah. So for me, it was like another world out there. Mm-hmm. But okay, that, that's where I was teaching for I think seven years.
0: Well, they threw you the sad club. <laughs> they t- they did. <laughs> So you of all, of all could give, you could run out of a lot of faculty meetings, but someone got your number and was like, "Listen, dude, you're running sad." And that's students against drunk driving. Yes, I did run the sad. And club. you had one thing to do every year, and that was sell water at their school play, which and was candy. like yeah,
1: water and candy.
0: By the way, yeah. the school play in this town was like Broadway. It was okay. Like everyone, can you think you probably have a high school near you, and they have a school play, and maybe like just parents go no. no everyone goes this is like the event of the flipping hey, year and we made
1: thousands of dollars and in you're sales. the concessions yeah.
0: but you had one kid yes do you remember that kid do you remember his name I don't know he had, it was like Dimitri yeah something like that yeah and every year and he was very blue yeah and every year he was best, though you picked he was blue and yellow and you picked him out I remember every year and he shone and I don't even know if you noticed this because I was there every year watching this and You were—he wasn't even your kid—and you were like, "Dimitri, you helping me out?" He's like, "Yes, sir." You know, and he's shown like he's shown so bright his aura, and because you said like, "Hey, I need you. You're my head guy." So I feel like as a blue and yellow too, because he was probably good at organizing things. But as a blue, that meant a lot to him, and I feel like blue kids need to be recognized. That makes them feel good inside. So all your little helpers and errand runners.
1: Yes. Yes. Maybe
0: you were giving them something. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe.
1: All right. Sad
0: club. Sad. They threw you sad. Okay. (laughs) Indigos. Okay. So indigos, all the blue stuff, plus I would say indigos are even better at it. At meaning being invisible, like indigos take the whole invisible thing and then they double down almost to a stubborn level. Do not notice me. Do not speak to me. Do not recognize me. I am here. Here's my grade. I can see them. Like they're not great self advocates. They can. They can be not even notice. like. Are they smart? Are they not smart? Are they struggling? Are they not struggling? Like you don't know. Um, it's very hard to see their true ability and, and so it's, it's kind of like they doubled down on the invisible thing. What did you notice about the indigo kids looking back? Yeah. I mean, looking back,
1: I, I mean, I wasn't the indigo whisperer at the time. Yeah. So that's recent. Yes. That's recent. I didn't have those skills. If I had those skills, it would have been incredible back then. I wish, I really wish I did. I could probably helped a lot of these people. Yeah, I would say I, I loved the Indigo people. Like yeah. going back on it, like those were probably my favorite. Aww. and the reason being is because they were so invisible. <laughs> they <laughs> like no problem. They were no problem. They never bothered me. You know, yeah, that was my whole thing. It was like <laughs> it was like the thing. If you don't bother me, you're doing something <laughs> right. You know? So these kids were they, they they were under the radar. Now on the one and in one way it was you know, I never probably got to know them that well. Yeah. So they were so quiet or so shy. That it was hard. It was hard to form a connection, and I, you know, me, knowing me as a red, I would try to do that. Yeah, you, um, you'd
0: be like, "Hey, you're quiet. Let's let's call on you." Yeah. yeah,
1: and but I guess that would be probably the difference between the indigo and the blue. Mm-hmm. Whereas the, the the blues would come up to me and they would be my helpers, and the indigos probably no. were very nice. Yeah, well, thank you, Mister Firester, and walk out the door. Even if I got like a thank you, you yeah, know, you know. So there was that. Um, I guess, but you know what. I actually did understand them yeah. because you know, sometimes I would do pro- you'd have projects, and you know, there are kids that don't like to talk yes. in class, yeah. you know, or they don't like to present. That was me. Or they don't like to read in class. Yeah, or they don't that. like to be called on. Right. And I kind of knew that, and mm. I would never, ever make them. Well, that's nice. That was like one thing, like, you know what? You don't want to do that? You don't
0: have to. Oh, that was nice of you. Because yeah. yeah. a lot so, of teachers aren't like that.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of teachers would be like, no, you're going to do it anyway. Yeah. Like, 50% of your grade, you got to yeah. do it. You, know, you have blah, to blah, go blah. speak
0: here. Yeah. And to me, I was like, you don't want to do it?
1: Okay. Don't do it. Do yeah. something else. You right. Know, give me something else. Give me a paper. Give me, you know. And they'd
0: probably do that. And Oh, yeah. They're definitely. like, oh, yeah, yeah sure. No, no,
1: they were very <laughs> thankful. <laughs> Very, very thankful. <laughs> that was you know, nice of you. Yeah, and I, so maybe I was an Indigo Whisperer back yeah. then. Yeah, because I did understand that. and I, I would think... never make them do anything that felt them uncomfortable. I never wanted to put them in an uncomfortable position.
0: Well, that was really nice because yeah. Indigos don't like to feel uncomfortable. Right. It's, it's like it paralyzes an Indigo. Yeah. And what's interesting is I think like with Indigos is they're so good at not being known. And and if you're Indigo or if this if you relate to this, ask yourself. In what situations do I make sure people don't know me? Because I think in a classroom situation, it's, it's that is not the context to know an in Indigo. So if you're one-on-one with them, sure, they'll let you know them. But in a classroom, uh, no. Yeah. There's too many other people around. I can't be me ever. So so that's interesting. But maybe in that small way, by saying, hey, if you don't want to, that's fine. It's like, oh, my gosh, thank you for validating me. Thank you for seeing me. Yeah. Thank you for seeing that. And in that way, it was like, oh yeah they, somebody they, noticed me it yeah, was well,
1: and like at the end of the year you know the ones that you got like they would always write on their final exam papers like messages to me and, some, and those are the ones that always gave you these messages oh that, like my God.
0: like you're the greatest teacher
1: of all time and i'm like we didn't talk all year
0: <laughs> like i don't they're like a heartfelt indigo yeah, message yeah. and you're like what's your last name again yeah, like wait <laughs> were you in which class and it's like that's so, but yeah, that's you know. so us. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. All right, so it's a good question because I know a lot of indigos listen. Like, where am I not letting people get to know me, and yeah. what what contexts, and and what does that mean? Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's talk about purples. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, purples are wild cards. And I have to say, there's the quiet purple and the loud purple. Okay. That's like, I just have to, because people are always like, I'm a purple and I don't like to dance on tables. You either do it or you think it. Okay. So sometimes I would say purples in general are rebellious. They're not always loudly rebellious, but in their brains, they always are. So that's kind of like, if you're purple, you know, but precocious, purples can be very precocious. And that, to me, can seem like higher capability. So you can come across like you can do a lot when you're purple sometimes because you're like, ah, super vibrant, and you're great at being thrown into different contexts and learning situations and stuff. You always got something to say about something. Even if you don't know what's going on, like, <laughs> which was me all the time, kind of like, well, that's, a, you know, you, you, can, you can get some point and say it, and people can be like, oh, cool. Yeah, that makes sense. That's interesting you said that because you're like, oh, thank God, because you're creative. Um, purple's... Excel. This was always me in subject where there's not one answer. So I sucked at math because I, I mean it. Nothing gives me more stress than there's just there's only one number in the world of numbers that's the answer for this. Whereas in English class, I was like, oh, thank God, you know what I mean? Like we can play with this a little bit. Um, but what did you notice about purples? All right.
1: Once again, looking back, the purples. <laughs> All right. Pur- well, pur- now that I think about it, purples were probably the ones that you know forgot their homework yeah or maybe did their homework and handed it in all sloppy um maybe you know a lot of times i would get kids that would like make beautiful drawings on, <laughs> on homework <laughs> assignments you know the, the assignment might not have been that great what they did but you'd have this incredible like <laughs> like mural <dude. laughs> of like star wars characters <laughs> like to perfection you know because like, i do i like star wars or something Oh, that's funny yeah so like i you know i've had the greatest drawings of like mia Yoda. You know,
0: <laughs> And you have to put, like, a, a 62 on the paper. And you're like, I'm yeah. really sorry, but, yeah. like, this, this drawing's 100. Yeah.
1: The drawing's great. Uh, and, then, you know, sometimes I would give them a you know, throw a ball. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah. The, the one thing I think that would probably, you know, and then I think, you know, when it came to the creative stuff, the presentations, any, anything outside of the box, mm-hmm. now I'm thinking that was where the purples were shining. Yeah. Again, I didn't know that at the time. But, like, if I gave a presentation or, like, as, you know, going up in the years as my teaching, you know, we went to videos and things like that. Um. Yeah, I'm so like ancient. <laughs> I don't talk about it yeah. now. They
0: have smartboards. They don't even do chalkboards anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, I had that. I did. Have you had that. a smart board? Yeah. I had a smart oh, board. Okay.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, everything's on tablets now, right? Yeah. The that. kids are on I'm, I'm, tablets. Like, the kids were handing in paper. I was like the last one. I'm, like you. No. You have to hand it in on lined paper. I was, like, <laughs> right. Mr. Firester, we just handed it in a Google Doc now. Yeah. I'm, like no
0: lined paper. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, all our other teachers take off if we handed it on line paper.
0: You're like, I'm not learning another software no. system oh, I in my life. Yeah,
1: I actually refused all that. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I would say, you know, they they were messy, kind of more messy with their work. And okay. sometimes I would think that would cost them in a yeah. way because presentation, yellow is probably shine. We'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But, you know, if you handed something sloppy with like – because I got things with like missing – Parts of the paper or lines all over it. Yeah, and all purples that stuff. make
0: mistakes. Make a lot of mistakes. Like, they forget or they're kind of all over the place or they're disorganized. So they're like, "Oh, I misplaced it. I know I did it." But where is it? Right. Like that kind of thing. Yeah, so the
1: information could have been okay, but,
0: yeah, but you can it's come hard across. to get through all that. Yeah. yeah, you can come across as kind of like not with it or not as intelligent, yeah. you know. Or, or vice uh, versa. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if they're like kind of like loud and stuff, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, they're in current events and they know everything. Right. They th- or they think they know everything.
0: <laughs> they're hard to read. Hard to read. They're hard to read. Yeah, and their read. work doesn't always, I guess both ways, their work or what they produce does not, it's not always a, a correct assessment of their abilities that's what i
1: would say yeah yeah that's what, that's either what way think. they either might, way. Be, might
0: be like really great but they don't get it or like not at all good but they do get it you yeah. don't know
1: that's yeah i think that's because correct. they're just
0: going to be kind of flashy in some way or right. get you or distract you with shiny objects mm. so they, they kind of distract you yeah. like that <laughs> like oh yeah i guess you don't get it but that was an interesting point you made all right all
1: right we'll take a little break and then we'll come back with yellow okay okay
0: October is National Eczema Awareness Month, according to the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. While it's usually thought of as a childhood disease, around 16.5 million adults in the U.S. have eczema. While it affects people in various ways, 51.3% of adults with atopic dermatitis, which is the most common form of eczema, say it limits their lifestyle, and 39% it causes them to avoid social interaction because of their appearance, and 43% say it affects or activities. Luckily, as you know, Gladskin is here to help. So please be encouraged to spread this awareness during the month of October. Personally, I have a child. My little one has eczema. And if you're a parent, it's really hard to see your child struggle with itchiness and discomfort from eczema. And I'm always hesitant to try new products, but I'll tell you, Gladskin has been such. A godsend, it's safe and gentle on my little one's skin. Glad skin is a new category of skin treatment that is made for people of all ages with eczema prone, acne prone, and rosacea prone skin. But what actually causes the itchiness, redness, inflammation, and discomfort in the skin, it's a disruption of the bacterial environment, also called the skin microbiome. GladSkin specifically works to target the imbalance in your skin's microbiome, but unlike other skin brands and prescription medications, GladSkin uses microbalance, a revolutionary protein that restores the balance of the good and bad bacteria that live on your skin so it can finally heal. It is so effective that 91% of users, adults and children, who tried their top-selling eczema cream reported significant improvement after just seven days. Um, GladSkin's new oatmeal-free formula is non-toxic and free of steroids and other common irritants, and pediatricians and dermatologists love GladSkin for even the littlest of babies. We use it here, and let me tell you, it's it's good stuff. So if you've been frustrated with your treatment options, don't wait to try GladSkin. They're offering my listeners 15% off, plus free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash K-Y-A. That's gladskin.com. Dot com slash K-Y-A for 15% off plus free shipping, gladskin.com slash K-Y-A. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You know, many times I can get stuck in kind of just the cyclone focusing on all my problems instead of solutions. And with a different mindset that can be a lot less stressful and anxiety producing. It can be very tough to train your brain to stay in a problem solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. But I'll tell you, having a BetterHelp therapist has been such a gift to me in starting to make progress towards a different mindset. I love BetterHelp therapy because it's online and it's really easy and I do it on the phone and it's just, it's been a great way to framework me and and throughout doing it for as long as I have now, I've been able to just move forward in a healthier way. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient. It's accessible, affordable, and it's entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a very brief survey and switch therapists anytime. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy, it can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com K-Y-A today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelphelpcom K-Y-A. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right. Before we get into yellow, I wanted to say one more thing about purples because I feel like with purples, their intelligence is something that can't really be pinned down. It's it's everywhere. It's kind of explosive and it's multifaceted and, and it's not always focused. And this is probably why they do better in context of like theater or art or creativity or graphic arts or anything that's kind of... Uh, like a whole approach to something rather than a focus limited approach with parameters. They don't do great in boxes. Let's put it that way. So it's really sad sometimes when you see a purple, I remember this from, from Utah way more than I did, but like just, you saw these creative kids, you know, and it was like, oh you know, but they just didn't, they didn't thrive in this institution of learning, but they were so intelligent, but you know, they'd never get the pats on the back and you know, they'd never get the applause and that's just arts, right? Arts and anywhere where you know, kids are more free to be themselves. So that always made me sad. Like they don't, they don't, they, they were the most interesting kids with, with great minds, but they never got patted on the back for that. I felt yeah. bad.
1: No. Yeah. And I, again, looking back on, I think the purples were the ones I think a lot of purples actually, in some ways, like my teaching mm. more, maybe, maybe the most in, in some ways, because, you know, I, again, I was a history teacher and, you know, I used to teach it from like my red perspective, which is kind of <laughs> like from that, the underdog, yeah. not always following, you know, maybe you don't always have to follow the conformity. Yeah. Like government's not on. always
0: right. Like that yeah, kind of thing. You know, yeah.
1: and, you know, like, so when I would teach like World War II stuff, like mm-hmm. the rise of fascism with Hitler and Mussolini. You know, a lot of, the, or Vietnam War. I, I see a lot of these purples, I think, you know, like, eyes light up and yeah. really get into it. And that's probably because from the perspective how I was teaching it. Yeah. You know, you know, maybe, like, a little bit of rebellion and things like that. You know, I, I remember, you know, at that time, like, those would be the kids that would, you know, in the morning you'd have to say the pledge.
0: Yes. Oh, God, yeah. I remember and that. those
1: would be sometimes the kid. now that I think about it, those would be the kids that would say, I'm not doing the pledge. Mm-hmm. Because I don't like what was going on, you know, making a stand or something like Mm -hmm. that. And, you know, that put me in a tricky position. Mm -hmm. I remember one time it put me in a real tricky position. Yeah, you got in trouble. I did get in trouble. Yeah. Did you? Uh, The principal came and talked to me about it. Oh, he did? And, And I said, you know what? It's not my play. Well, you, you know, have to explain what okay, happened. Okay, so, yeah, basically, I had a, you know, was during the... She was
0: very purple, obviously. Very,
1: yeah, now that I look, think back <laughs> at it, Yeah, and I believe we were doing the Vietnam War. Okay. You know, and, again, that was, you know, war. A lot of Americans protest, obviously protested and didn't understand the reasons why we were there, right? You know, young boys, 19 years old, going to fight communism. I didn't even know what the word communism meant. Right. Right, and they're, they're living, you know, dying for this and mm-hmm. killing babies over this stuff. So, you know, she, I guess she was angry, Buy it and and maybe inspired in a way, and she refused to stand in the morning for the pledge. And
0: she oh. was in your who's home? Oh, she was oh. in my homeroom. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. She was in my homeroom, and I guess some of the kids must have told the, the principal. Remember, it's a very tight knit rural school. Yeah, it's very rural. You know, everybody there. knows exactly what you're saying. So everyone says
0: the pledge, right? Everyone says the <laughs> pledge. Everyone <laughs> right. drives
1: their tractor to school.
0: <laughs> you got it. Everyone,
1: yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> So the principal came, came up to me one day. He's like, you know, there's a kid in your homeroom not standing for the pledge. Right. Like, why don't you tell me about this? You know, you, she's got to stand for the pledge. And Actually, she
0: doesn't. And yeah. I said,
1: <laughs> you know, I don't know. I'm not getting involved. If you right. You know, I'm not going to. Well, isn't I'm that her right? and
0: not that a right? I, yeah, don't,
1: I don't know the rules or right. whatever, but I wasn't going to make her stand for the pledge if she didn't right. want to stand for the pledge. Right. Uh, You know. And she told me why. She did tell me why. Okay. Because she was, like, angry about things that we had done, that you, the U.S. had done in their history. You right. Know? like, things like that, which she'd learned throughout the course of the year. Oh, God. And, uh,
0: You're, like, inciting...
1: Uh... Yeah, inciting rebellion <laughs> here in Holland, New York. But, you know, you know, he came to me and I said, I'm not I'm making your stash. Right. <laughs> you know, so... Well, it was hard.
0: Yeah. People have to want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I
1: wasn't tenured at the time either. Oh,
0: God. So... Well, they kept you. I was like,
1: "You want to let me go over it? Let you're me like, go." You're
0: like, please, <laughs> you're, that, that, please, please, fire me. <laughs> that was
1: the other thing. I was always trying to get fired. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> was, please fire me. I was me. always like pushing the envelope. Like, hmm, if I don't go to this faculty meeting, will do make fire the me? Kids
0: stand for the pledge, yeah. hmm.
1: If I don't do this, will you fire me? Right. And they never did. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, like, That's funny. Yeah. Like I had my whole portfolio. I refused. Remember? I think I told that story. But I oh yeah, we to, told that one. Yeah, yeah. I refused to do it. Yeah. And they they
0: they hated they hated you.
1: Yeah. But the kids
0: liked you and the. It, enjoyed and, you. Yeah, the
1: parents would, and the, and the parents love me. Parents yeah, like you. Would, yeah. All right, let's go on to yellows.
0: All right, yellows. So I, so yellows. Okay, yellows like an order to things. This is what how they see the world, they like to create a foundation for themselves before they get into it so they can be kind of, you know, in learning situations, okay, what's going on? Let me, let me get the whole field here leveled. Let me see what's going on. You know, let me get on top of things. Um, I feel like in learning situations, they're concerned with deadlines. They got their planner out. They're very, they know what has to be done. I do get that they can get stuck in perfection. So sometimes it's hard for them to jump into something because they don't feel like they're prepared or they can. So with with yellow learners, it's kind of like, all right, just do it. You got to throw yourself in. Okay. It's never going to be perfect. Get in there. Just just learn it. Just do it. Just do the project. Just, you know, work it out. You know, it's not going to be perfect until, you know, whatever. And um, what did you notice with yellows?
1: Okay. So yellows right now would be the easiest for me to spot. Okay. Okay. So like, <laughs> so at that time... Now, it was mostly girls, mm-hmm. I, would, I would say. Uh, these were the ones that were on top of their grades. Um, they were wanting extra credit the minute after, like, a test was given or an assignment was given. It could be, like, the second day of school. Can I do extra credit? I'm like, just wait to the end of the semester. Let's <laughs> see what your grade is at that point. They're you the know? extra credit Yeah, they would be like, extra kids, credit please? Extra like, credit It's kids. day three. It's like we have a whole semester to go. You know, come to me at the end of the semester. Like, Let's If see you're what nice, your grade I'm is. just
0: going to give you extra grades exactly. anyways. Just be
1: like the blue when you'll get the points. <laughs> Um, very presentable work at that time like i was saying everything would be typed out so they print everything out yeah, you know okay. print, printing They're instead of writing. you know at that time you could do either one uh they were the ones that would like hold me to the syllabus like what are you doing i wrote that syllabus 10 years ago i don't even remember what was on the syllabus but they would hold you to it it says here on your syllabus that we doing this this and this i'm like
0: all right, well, we're not doing that, okay? Right, yeah.
1: So, they were they were very on top of things, top of their grades, always knew their grade to like the, to the point, you yeah. know, whatever. Like, if they had a 92, they knew they had a 92, yeah. And they probably knew what they needed to get a 95, you know. So, those would have been the yellows, okay? Very on top of it, and again, in the back of my mind, kind of.
0: They would probably irk me a little bit, like ah, oh, come on, all right, you know. Probably because they were telling you how to. They probably noticed how you could do your job a little better, Scott. Sure and they yeah, were like- <laughs>
1: yeah. And, they were, and they, were, they were right. You know, look if you write a, if you hand out a syllabus, you should stick to the syllabus. Yeah. You know,
0: They're probably like, hey, is this a syllabus that you've been handing out for like this- six years in a row? With like, by the way, there's these typos. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, it was ten years. Yeah. <laughs> ten years in a row, <laughs> yeah. and you're not sticking to it. Excuse yeah. me, and you're yeah. like, go away, kid. Why does this class say? european history i
1: thought we're in u.s history oh i yeah i forgot i forgot to change the title Title.
0: sorry forgot to white it out and write it in (laughs) before my printer exactly so the yellows are well the and yellows they do that out of love they do you know that's the thing yeah like uh like my friend megan she just start megan king she started her own podcast and i was just looking at it it was there's a huge typo in the uh description of the podcast And I screenshotted it And I circled it And I texted it to her And she's like Oh my god Thank you so much She's like I trained you well My young yellow Or something She was joking (laughs) And if you sent that to me I'd be like Oh my god Thank you so much But if you sent that to some people They might be like Ugh Like you Yeah They'd be like Yeah Wow Why are you showing me this Yeah let's just leave it But yellows appreciate being called out is my point, which means that their love language is calling you out, you know, here, oh, you might want to know, like whenever I put up something like in my page with, cause I always have spelling errors on any graphics I make or any stories I do, I'll always get the little yellow DMs like, hey, you spelled this wrong. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Cause I know they're just trying to love me. So anyway, so yeah, they're probably just trying to help you do your job better. But my, my, I guess in life with yellows, how to just take this to the bigger picture How do you stop yourself from starting something because you don't feel like it's set up or perfect or the foundation's correct? You know, like how are you limiting yourself with your organization? Because there's, you know, got to watch that because, yeah. All right. So green, greens. All right. So greens. Number one thing when I do readings, and I talked about this and I'm sure I talked about this in the kid aura episode, if a green doesn't care, if, if they don't have an intrinsic care there there's no motivation like greens are motivated by their own interests they don't want to please you they're not into doing something because everybody else is doing it it's if i'm interested i'll do it which can make them interesting in learning situations because if they're not interested in something they won't make themselves learn it and if they do they become very unhappy people so i'll see like a lot of green learners like just doing good in one thing and then awful in another thing because they were good at, they cared and then they didn't. And then they do not have like an external need to please other people based on their learning. Like they learn for themselves. They don't learn for anybody else but themselves. Um, what did you notice about green, green learners? Yeah.
1: The, the greens, I would say it was, they were hit or miss. Okay. You now looking back on it, like maybe if they were really into the topic, mm-hmm. they would ask really intricate questions mm-hmm. those are the tough like probably the real tough hitting questions like sometimes Green, they that's ask the best question where i'm just like all right how do i make this sound good i don't know the answer
0: <laughs> you're like I, I gotta do like eight. but i
1: could but i know enough about history okay. where i could divert it and make it sound like i know the answer It's <laughs> really
0: funny which is like you know half
1: my job um so you're like
0: ooh, i didn't restudy this before i taught it because yeah. i've been teaching it 20 times um but you just asked me a question i've never been asked before right yeah right.
1: like it really yeah and so I think those were the greens now. I think the greens sometimes were better presenting orally. So like okay. if you we were having a conversation, they would ask these hard hitting questions. You would think they were, and they might've been really into the subject matter if there yeah. was a subject matter that they liked or enjoyed. But then it came to the test and you realize, wait a second, you know, Jimmy, like he knew everything in yeah. class. Right. Why did he get a 75 on the test? Right. And you, you, you kind of shocked me a little bit, you know, like, hmm. He, he did everything, but he probably just didn't either care or, you know, maybe he learned the topic and he didn't really care. That's it. He learned it in about it. the
0: discourse or, or he learned it in the way he wanted to learn it. And then the test came out. He's like, I don't need to do this again. I already know it. Yeah. And you'd yeah. see like answers that were just
1: like <laughs> kind of blank, but I'm like. You answered it in
0: class, right? Why did you just because he already the paper? did it? Why does he have to do it again? Yeah, it's that's... like I already said it to so you. Already know that I know it. Why do I have to write it down on this day on this piece of paper? That's weird. And when you yeah. think about it, yeah, I guess it is. It is weird. It yeah. is actually, <laughs> yeah, because you already showed me you do know it. I guess yeah, really
1: yeah. weird. I mean, I had those. I think good one point. really green kid. I once I once taught a pass fail class, economics pass fail, oh, okay. so it was just pass fail. Right. So if you got a sixty. I think, let's say it's 65. If you got a 65, you pass. If you got a 99, you pass. It right. just goes down as a pass. It like, doesn't do, like, it doesn't say 99. It uh-huh. just says pass. So there was one kid that he mathematically figured out every <laughs> every assignment I gave and the percentage he would need to do to uh-huh. pass it. So he would head in papers with, like, 70% done. <laughs> And knowing, like, well, it doesn't matter anyway.
0: Because it's true, he was right. Yeah, it
1: doesn't matter. It's still going to go down as a P. A, a P.
0: Really so, funny. so he
1: calculated everything. And the out. yellows
0: are like, wait a second, is there extra credit?
1: <laughs> like, no, you can't get it. You can't get a P plus. That's it. A P,
0: a P plus. A P plus. <laughs> But I want a P plus. Can you make a P plus? <laughs> that's in like School of Rock. Like when, yeah. when he has to give the girls, all right, three gold stars to yeah. that one girl. That's funny. That's yeah. like a yellow. So. Um, well, that's funny. Yeah. I feel like with question yeah. with greens and you teaching history, because like you said, history comes to be subjective. It really depends on who's teaching it. Were they more interested in maybe like geography or I guess like tactical operations of like battlefields, like things like that?
1: Looking back at it. Yes. I would say yes. They're like, um, hey,
0: what direction was this or what was Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that from and for me, I never really got into the military history. Right. It was just that's like a
0: whole like the Civil War buffs, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: mean, it wasn't part of the curriculum. They were on the
0: east side of the hill, next to the this river, like that. But they probably they were they wanted to know probably that. Yeah. Which
1: actually was one of the hardest. Yeah. They they definitely did. Yeah. They would ask questions about that and. That was actually probably part of history that was hard for me because I couldn't visualize you're on a battlefield a vis- where yes,
0: you're not a visualizer.
1: Because I always like, yeah, why am I never I'm never I was never into like the battle stuff.
0: That makes sense. Why? Of the World
1: Wars or Civil War. You know, I was interested in you know how the war got started and mm-hmm. how it ended and stuff like that, but not the battles so much. And that makes sense now for me being Yeah, a red.
0: Because I can see the greens being like see well, plus you're not a visualizer. And I'm not a visualizer, you can't yeah, visualize. Yeah. If you've been following the podcast, some of you can see things in your head and some of you can't yeah, and no. Scott can't and I can't. I can't. And that's a big thing when you're teaching because it's weird because Abby, our second grader, she got this like assignment and was like, paint a picture in your head and describe it. It's like, not every kid can do that. Like, but, but if I don't think everybody knows that, like not yeah. everybody can see things in their head anyways, but I wanted to know that. Cause I, I can see yeah, green so I would the, into that. Yeah, I would think the green, yeah, they
1: were into, cause I would get a lot of like battle questions and things like that. Right. Uh, so that must have been the greens asking, I would assume, right. or, you know, maybe some precocious red boys, I don't know, that really were into it, like, too. Yeah, probably. like,
0: cool, yeah. Yeah. Well, with, um, and that's interesting to me, a couple things. I think the first thing that's interesting to me is, like, okay, so with green people, just, like, taking it into the bigger picture— um, I feel like, yeah, and, and if you know green people in your life or you are a green person, it doesn't mean that you're not intelligent if you're not into something. It just means that you're taking your interest and you're honing it a lot into kind of more specialties or things that you are truly motivated. But it's not about being good at everything. It's about being good at what you want to be good at. And that doesn't mean somebody has a lack of intelligence or anything like that. It just means that they're, they're choosing, which I think is interesting. Yeah.
1: Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home? at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
0: Okay, so red... Red learners. All right, so reds are definitely just more of an intense crew. Um, we have a red daughter, so we can like, experiment. it's very much, and you're red, so I get the reds a lot. They, they can be a little bit competitive with themselves about things, with others sometimes, and that's just how they are. And we've talked about that, I talked about that in the red kid episode. Doesn't mean you're a bad person if you're competitive. We have, and especially with girls and females, like you can be competitive, that's okay. But unfortunately in society that you're taught that that's wrong, you know, especially if you're a girl, Um, they, they're very logical, they like practicality, they want kind of straightforward and they can be very assertive. So what did you notice with the red kids and learners?
1: Yeah. I mean, so the reds, I would say they were probably the loudest, mm-hmm. you know, they, they were also probably the ones that got in trouble the most. Okay. You know, the kids probably going to the office or...
0: They don't care as much you know. about... Yeah, the confrontation. The confrontation. Or, they don't care. They're or, not into authority all the time. Yeah. yeah,
1: maybe the class clown, or maybe the the jocks of, of the of the school, mm-hmm. things like that. Well, I mean, talkative. I was a red. I know how I was. I was a red kid, and I was a teacher's nightmare. I mean, <laughs> I w- I would be the one like you know, jumping on a table in the middle of class. And they'd be like, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> what are you doing? And I don't
1: know what I was doing. <laughs>
0: but, but I
1: thought had, it was funny at the time. There
0: something truly wrong with you, though.
1: Yeah, there was. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, the things I used to do, I'd be like, why did I do that? I right. assume because I was just like red and wanted to tell like, a joke think, or... Like a
0: lot of energy. Yeah. Like, like reds have a lot of energy. Yeah. They're, they're kind of physical people. Yeah. So sometimes red people have a hard time sitting still. Yeah. You like, know? Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. Like what time, like after lunch, you know, I had a class and I... Brought my toothbrush and my toothpaste and a cup of water and started brushing my teeth in class. In high this is in high school. (laughs) And the, the teacher's like, look at me. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, yeah. Like now that I think about what, what was I? Do, I was trying to get make a joke. Yeah, was trying like,
0: to get attention. Yeah. So
1: I was like, hey, that's how I view the Reds, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, Bree's not doing that. We like
1: <laughs> no. Th- I oh, thank God. I, mean, just- I don't think anybody else is doing no. that. I don't know why. I, was, I don't know
0: why I Pree's, thought that was Pree's funny. Bree's not, not a troublemaker. Yeah. But-, but I think that they're probably not afraid to speak their mind. Right. Or, exactly. Um. Oh, you know you. What about reds? You know, you said the blues are really, oh, he's so sweet. You know, give him a yeah. couple of points. What about red kids in that world? Yeah. I mean, they're not red cuddly. Learners. Yeah. They're not yeah. the cuddly
1: kid. They're not the kid that's going to come up and help you and you know, you know, I guess want to please you in, in that case, like with the blues. Uh, so, you know, they might be the kid that your grades your grade. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you got a 92. That's what you deserve. You right. got a 92. You know, you're asking me for two points at the end of the trimester.
0: You're fine. You got a no, ninety-two. you got a ninety-two because of are just the way that you are. Yeah, yeah, just
1: because of the way you, you know, maybe you were acting during class or mm-hmm. throughout the thing. You're not getting that bonus. You yeah. know, I'm. You know, when I grade your paper, I'm just grading it straight. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Am I giving you the benefit of the doubt here? No, you've been kind of reddish
0: in class. You know. Yeah. You're getting a B plus. I appreciate you being honest about it. Yes. You know. Yeah. That's very honest.
1: I'm very <laughs> honest. Yes, I, I am very honest. This is true.
0: Because I feel like. I see that with our own kid, with yeah. our older one, because she's really, she is really yeah, smart. This could,
1: this could be something that could
0: this is. But I can her. see this with her. Like, she's not super duper cuddly. Yeah. I get that. And I can see teachers being like, and she's even said like, so and so so, they're so nice to them. And then, like, I asked and they're like, go away. You know, you have a 96. What do you want? You know, yeah. like that. And, and she doesn't even know that that's the, the, the vibe she's projecting a little bit. Um. And, and I, that's why I, I always, man, I feel bad for red women because red girl, red guys can kind of, and that's just, I did a whole episode on auras and gender, if you want to go back to that. But like red guys can get away with it. Cause like, oh, he's tough or he's a leader. Or, he's whatever, whatever gender nonsense you want to put on that. But with women, it's like, oh, what a, what a bee you know, or, or she's, you no know, she's tough or, ooh, she's scary or like whatever. And they're just acting the same way. But women are supposed to be more cuddly or something. So I can see if you're a red woman and you're in a learning situation, people are going to be tougher on you. Yeah. People are going to be tough on you. They're going to test you. And that confidence you exude, they're going to want to like knock you off your, your pillar a little bit. Yeah. 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 Kind of like, that makes sense. kind of like uh, knock you down a notch, get you a little more humble. Yeah.
1: And cause and I could, we could talk about it at the end, you know, if we have a little extra time where I went up to a parent night. And I met Breas teachers, and I didn't get any. You know, she's all sweet and cuddly. Oh. I didn't get any of that. You know, I got what you were talking about, but we can, we can save okay. for the end if we have a little time. But yeah, the, yeah, the red is just they're, You know, in being in history, I probably you know, and again, I don't want to put any role like color roles to this, but I think yeah. probably a lot of like the boys were more into I just. Can I say that? The boys were probably yeah, say, more. In-
0: say the honest, how yeah, the, you felt it. And I we'll- the
1: boys were more into it than the girls. In history? Yeah, in, in history. Not yeah. to say, all, I mean, I definitely had a lot of girls that were into it. I think the, the boys were more into it than, yeah. the, than the girls. I always liked history.
0: Depending how you taught it. Like, if you teach it like story time, I liked it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what I tried to do and make it interesting. Yeah. But I could always tell, like, the boys. And it's probably, now looking back on it, it's probably those red boys that really kind of. Because, like, sometimes they really get into the history. And, right. I don't know.
0: But I think, wasn't your class like a big discourse class, the way you taught it? Weren't you talking a lot, and then you'd, like, try to get them to talk? Yeah, I mean, I I, I never
1: try to over like uh, you know a lot of history teachers would and a lot of teachers would just throw a lot of information on them Mm -hmm. and i'm like you know what they're never going to remember this information let's just get the basic bones of what was going on right and then let's try try to relate it either to today or something that's going on to today so you
0: have to like converse converse
1: it i like to that just
0: means that you got the louder more right you're in you were more engaging possibly to the purples and the reds right exactly and and sometimes the greens if they like the subject yeah that and that means that kind of like the blues and the indigos Mm -hmm. and the turquoises yeah. Like,
1: and the yellow would do just enough to get the points that they knew that they had to get. <laughs> and the yellows are taking the all these notes.
0: <laughs> They're like, huh? yeah. oh my God, do you have yeah. a graphic organizer yeah. for that? Yes. Hang on, second that yeah. be on the test? Is that yes. going to be on the test? Is that going to yes. be on the, test? Be on the yes. test? Like that. Yes. And
1: if I answer this one question, I'll get my class participation points, and that's all I need to do for the class. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you probably were like teaching to kind of more, a different, your aura style was like a different, yeah. those kids. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's why the, and those tend to be kind of dominated by like male roles tend to fall upon those aura colors in learning situations. Yeah, yeah. All right. Got okay, it.
1: Yeah. That's, and and you, that's just being honest.
0: No, that's fine. If you're interested in the aura gender stuff, like I said, I did a whole yeah, episode about yeah. it where I talk about that. All right. It's unfortunate. It's part of our reality, but it is. And, and we're, but, but we're changing it. We're yeah. trying to. All right. Turquoise. This is our little Abby. Okay. Yeah. So it's everything blue plus one extra thing. <laughs> that scares the heck out of me. <laughs> and that is, they'll believe they are what you think they are. So a blue and an indigo will maintain their sense of self or identity. And turquoise is because they're such reflectors and they're such absorbers. They're like, oh, wait a second. Who am I supposed to be when I walk into this classroom? Or in the case like I started my uh, story about Abby with her seatmate, who does my seatmate need me to be? This is who I am this year and they believe it. Oh, who does the teacher think I am? Oh, this is who I am. who does, what does my learning context think that I am? What am I going to observe? I'm this role. And then they believe it. They don't understand that they're not that. So it can be really screw with their identity as, and their, and, and like how they view their own intelligence and their capabilities. And my question is for you, Turquoise, is how does that affect you in the rest of your life? Like any situation you go in, when you learn something, um, What do you feel – what are you absorbing and what what are you thinking about yourself? What assumptions are you making about yourself that aren't true? Just like you're picking up from your environment or whatever. So um, the other thing – the other thing I I noticed with turquoises is they just kind of – well, you said it yourself. They can get a little spacey. What would you notice about the turquoise kids? Yeah, that's
1: what – that's what I would think now. Like, those were the kids that maybe seemed aloof or they kind of just like out to lunch.
0: Like
1: they, they seem a little out to lunch. I can't, yeah, that you is can't like, like Abby. Yeah, and you can't put your finger on it. Yeah. And you're like, wait, hey, what's going on in there? Like, like <laughs> right. hello in there. Yeah. You know, and, or they, they say something and you're like, huh? Like, you, now that probably were the, now that looking back on it, those were the turquoise kids. Right. You know, that I, You almost kind of didn't know what to do with them. Right. I would have said, you know, like, hmm, what do I do with this one? Or how do I get through to this one? They seem so out of it. They don't seem to pay attention. Or maybe, And now it's like maybe they're just turquoise.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But what I noticed with Abby and other turquoises is they're they're paying attention. They're just paying attention a different way. Right. What I noticed with turquoises is they make connections in, in the most... Jumpy ways, so you can be teaching them. I don't know math, and then they like tell you a story from a YouTube channel that they saw, and then all of a sudden they get you, they get you the answer, and you're like, "What process did you just go on?" <laughs> like, but but they end up with it correct. So I feel like the way that they kind, of, it's almost like they expand out into the knowledge, and then they kind of go right back, they snap back, and I feel like they go out. Energetically, and pick up kind of all sorts of different unlike concepts and different things, and they go here and they go there, and they make all these interesting connections. And then they come back focused with the answer, but it's kind of like they have to expand and and collect themselves and then expand and collect over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I think the problem with turquoises and just in life in general is if when you don't come back to collect yourself, like when you stay out in the expand. So anyway, that's, that's just what I noticed with turquoise, even talking to turquoises or just having one or just seeing, being more aware of how they work now. Um, yeah, they kind of go out, get a little spacey, make a lot of weird connections, but it all means something. They come back to the focus. Yeah.
1: But I could see a teacher not – of all the colors, maybe yeah. understand understanding them the least. Yeah,
0: you, they, they – 100%.
1: Yeah, or people in general – let's take it past teachers. People in general yeah, in any- society seeing – a turquoise and understanding them the least. The
0: impression that turquoises give off to people in terms of, I guess, intelligence or capability would be kind of like, are you, can you handle this? Like, it, I would say like different aura colors inspire intelligence, inspire confidence based on their intelligence in different ways. And turquoises doesn't mean you don't have it. Obviously you do. There's a lot of smart turquoise people. It's just the way that you can kind of give it off and then be aware of that yeah. because other people underestimate you. And that doesn't mean you should be underestimated. You know, then that's a big thing. Like when you, when you sense other people are underestimating you. for everybody, notice that and like, oh, they're underestimating me. Doesn't mean it's real, you know, yeah. at all. And it's hard to send these kids to, to these institutions where they're taught that a hundred times it is hard to go somewhere and a hundred times a day, not measure up to whatever the institution, you know, the school situation or whatever your learning situation is. And not measure up the way that it's set up. Yeah. It does you know, and, and you know, you get a belief in your system, like, ah, eh, I guess this is who I am. Yeah. And turquoises, I think, are most at risk of believing that. I, I agree. <clears throat> it, yeah, you go to pinks. Yeah, so let's talk about some pinks. Yeah. So pinks are often like really full of full of wonder. <laughs> let's put it that way. They're they're, they're optimistic people, they, they're very playful, they're they're very intelligent. But the, the, the way that they present themselves, society can assume they're just like childlike or innocent or naive, and really underestimate them. So it's kind of like the underestimating like turquoises, but but to the point where it comes with um, judgment. I see pinks getting judged a lot. I mean, you think of different pinks, like we've been talking about, like Britney or Marilyn Monroe, or think, you know Cardi B. Like they get they get judged a lot for their behaviors and the actions. If they're women, they get judged for kind of how they present their sexuality and whatnot. So I in the classroom, I it's hard with pinks because there's not a lot of them and society does so much to squash them. But I feel like they kind of get Called out a little bit by certain teachers and even kids in the classroom. They might be like the fun one to kind of have a fun banter with. Or like, oh, what are we doing today? You know, yeah, Susie, like, what's going on? What are you wearing? What do you ta- like, What do you think about this? You know, and and expecting some sort of superficial answer that makes everybody laugh or right, something. Right, right. Yeah, I'm still
1: grappling with this one. <laughs> yeah, you can't I, remember
0: any pinks. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm
1: I'm thinking like they covered their whole notebook with stickers. Like okay. the entire notebook with like, all these little stickers. Right. And have like a
0: scratch and sniff stickers. Yeah,
1: have like a. <laughs> With the pom pom on the end. <laughs> like something like that, they've got like, like pet you have there, you know, like, like what's that. this
0: great pen? And they're yeah. like, Oh my god, and then like they get really excited about it, yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. So, something like that again, I probably would have at that time, and even maybe still today, I still confuse them with the purples, you know, because sure. you know, maybe their outfits on Halloween, they're the ones that dressed up, a real
0: festive, yeah,
1: yeah, but a purple could be that too, so right, yeah. It might, hard to diagnose at this point still for me.
0: I think like as a learner and in life, um, it's kind of, it's even like greens a little bit. If they're interested in something, they'll do well. If yeah. they're not, they truly don't care. Yeah, You know, because they can live in their bubble. So like what other people think or what the report card says about them really doesn't always reflect how they feel inside about themselves. That's a healthy purple, really. I'm sorry, healthy pink, really. Like when your grade does not give you any sort of self-worth indicators, you know? And, and I think a healthy pink is like, oh yeah, I got that. Okay, whatever. I got this pom-pom pen. That yep. was my... <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. I did good on that. You know, it's more about kind of like what makes them happy versus, I guess, an external indicator of yeah. of their intelligence. But, um, but they're hard, to, they're harder to spot. Yeah, yeah. Harder, But I can spot. see in class, like, I think they get made fun of in movies a lot. A little bit like, I think of Clueless, you know, when she stands up and does the debate, you know, and yeah. everyone's like, yay, or whatever. Yeah, because I'm trying to think, like,
1: because yeah, I would always, like, kind of, like, have a couple of kids in each class. But usually be the boys I would do it more, too, because I didn't <laughs> right. want to upset the girls. So, I'd, like, I'd have a couple of kids that I would pick on or tell my jokes. Like, every time i make, you know, the corny jokes oh, that I yeah. make on the podcast, I made them then, too.
0: Yes. But, <laughs> but I'd But
1: just to the same just, thing. Same with the kid. Yeah, it's the same thing. They got the same corny jokes. And, yeah, I have a couple of kids. I, but i I think I probably would have picked on more the guys. was the ones you knew who could handle it. The ones that can handle. It, the ones. Yeah.
0: Some kids love it.
1: And some kids, and some yeah. kids. Some don't. kids are terrified of it. Yeah.
0: yeah. And some, yeah. but some kids they love it. They're like, oh my god, yeah, 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 do, it, yeah do it, do it. it do I'm excited. Yeah. It's so yeah. exciting. Some kids are, yeah. kids are great, and then you you usually know which kids. Yeah. Because I
1: was the kid that like if you did that to me, I would love it. Me, me, me. Yeah. Make fun of me. Make fun of me. I think
0: like a pink is like woods. Like what? Like it's hard. Like that. Like they're smart. They just decide when to be smart. So that kind of thing. All right, so I hope you enjoyed this segment. I got really excited about it. I'm really um, thankful to our guest, Professor Scott. Of
1: course, of course. You Professor can find Scott. me on my secret <laughs> TikTok account. <laughs> I am a... and,
0: yes, <laughs> you, are you finishing that? Or? Yes,
1: uh, my Instagram is huge. <laughs> I forgot what my handle name is, but it's really big.
0: Scotty Ross 40? Yeah, yep.
1: yep. <laughs> I am big on other social media apps as well,
0: right? I hear you have a podcast. I do. Yeah,
1: I have a podcast.
0: (laughs) But so no, I really I'm thankful that you came on um, because (laughs) I needed somebody that really taught for a long time, so we could. My point of this episode was how do you how do you present yourself when you're learning something, and how did that affect you as a kid? How does that affect you now if you have kids, how is it affecting them and how did how did it affect your self confidence today because I bet a lot of how you were treated and a lot of how people took you and the impressions they gathered from you affects you today. Yeah. You might think that you're bad at this or good at that or terrible at this, or you don't like this. And and it's actually has nothing to do with you. It's how somebody else interpreted you because of your, your aura color. Cause yeah. of the energy you were vibing off doesn't mean you have, you don't have the ability or the intelligence or the capabilities. Cause like I said, at the beginning, my experience from teaching was every single kid, like I would look at the classroom, like they're all smart. Like they can all flip and do it. You know, like they can all do they're all amazing in their own ways. And I don't even mean that in a cliche way. Like they all had something. I remember I had this one kid and he got zeros all, like zeros all the time. He was awful at Spanish. Spanish isn't hard. Okay. Especially the way I taught it. It's not hard. You just have to do it and then you'll get a hundred. Like seriously. And we went on a field trip to Tiff Nature Preserve, which is in the Buffalo area. It's just like an outdoor place. And he was in my group because every teacher got a group of like 10 kids and he was in my group and this kid didn't talk to me and he didn't do anything. He got zeros and he actually was annoying to me because when anybody kept getting zeros, the principal was like, that's your fault somehow. And I was like, okay. Anyways, he kept showing me snakes. He would get snakes and show me and he was picking up and he was so gentle with them. And he was pointing out where all like the snails and all the wildlife was. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, Where's this kid? You know he was so cool, and he was showing us all, and he would touch them, and he was so gentle, and um, you know what? A, you know he's a great kid. It just it didn't shine at school, and so, you know, you're all great too. So yeah. I hope you know that. Well, and
1: I know this this one hit home for you because after that conference you came yeah. home, you were very <laughs> upset because you know the whole scenario in Aurora Color. I did, and obviously the teacher does not. She's yeah. not a listener to the podcast. Right. I mean, she might be. <laughs> we like hope that. not. Actually, it's
0: boys. <laughs> but, <laughs> I love her. But, no, I have to say she's a great teacher. She's doing a good job, yeah. and Abby's doing a good job. And this is real life. No, it's real life. And yeah, it's, you it's came, on my you came end. home
1: fired up. So. Well, it's
0: on my end. I got to yeah. teach my kid her turquoise self advocacy tools. That's on me. The world's not going to do that. Okay, like I got to do that. So that's on me. I can't. I can't do that. So <sighs> here we go. I worked it out. Thanks for being good. my therapist, guys. Okay. So, so we want to hear from them. So I want to hear... I oh, want to hear from you first. I think this is uh, overtime. Overtime? Overtime. Oh, we're going overtime today? This is overtime. I, didn't, I, didn't, I was not expecting overtime. I'm calling it overtime. Okay. You may all leave. Usually like. I call overtime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right.
0: Changing the role. Okay. I, got, I got to change the role. Role
1: reversal. Role reversal. Men can call overtime. Women can call overtime too. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. Tell us about the... uh What was it called? Oh, open open ho- house. Curriculum night. Oh, yeah. I went with Bree. I do elementary you go to the middle school yeah it, it was
1: weird okay because <laughs> it was really weird this is my first time going at, as a non-teacher yeah because we had the
0: pandemic so yeah the pandemic, there the hasn't person had been it. like an in-person curriculum night
1: yeah so it was weird going because i used to do the open house night mm-hmm. and i know i used to know how much i used to hate it yeah yeah you know with the parents coming in and i'd tell the same jokes and i had my whole Shtick that I didn't change for like 10 years as well. Yeah. And
0: your crappy syllabus, my crappy
1: syllabus,
0: <laughs> the typos.
1: And the first thing I realized, you know, after sitting through all the other teachers that I went to, Holy crap. I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like my presentation was blue. My, my zero effort presentation <laughs> killed all of their presentations. We are
0: in Florida. I have to yeah, kind of just like, uh, yeah. we're in Florida. Okay. Go ahead. Well, that know, should I, explain
1: everything. I, I, I taught some years in Florida, you both know, in New York and Florida, but I just like, Wow. These presentations are horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and mine were like fantastic compared right. to it. Like my jokes were great. Like they, they tried, but they just yeah, felt at least flat. they tried. I mean some of them did.
0: Dragon teachers. One, like a ch- one
1: just showed me a video. <laughs> one did not even talk. He just put out a video uh, was- like they called it a uh hype video. Of himself. Wasn't he himself? Yeah, it was the like star? him taking selfies of himself. And, you know, it was a science, the science teacher. Oh, my God. I hope teachers don't you ever... You know, you better
0: hope... Oh, my God. Dude, Actually, this, this we, not, this, I'm going to say something. Bad. I might have to stop you. Yeah. Because her friends... Oh, my God. Do they do, listen? I don't know, but you never All know. Right. Just, so let's, let's say he just showed us a video. The, so, don't name the subjects. Okay, fine. A teacher in a subject. <laughs> we won't name the subject. Did a hype video. Did a
1: hype video. And that was the presentation. Okay. What was that? You know, then... <laughs> The other teacher, he was like a huge baseball fan. Okay, that's fine. And he was giving us like statistics about baseball. (laughs) It's like, okay. 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 And he seemed like a nice guy. He seemed nice enough.
0: Uh, Well, what's curriculum night supposed to be about the curriculum?
1: I know. And yeah, very little was about the curriculum. That's the thing. The the one teacher talked about this shop. And I don't know what's going on in this class. Yeah. He has this shop in the back, like a, a store. I'm like a
0: thousand percent sure you can't do that in New York when we were teaching. Yeah, I think so.
1: (laughs) It's a store where he sells like candies, waters, all sorts of junk food. To the children and all and they're coming in all day long. But
0: who gets his money? He does. He does. That's he weird. Gets the money. That's weird. Yeah, it's real and they're weird. They're coming in all day long. Like while he's teaching?
1: While he's teaching. Weird. He, he was selling during the presentation. I bought Stop something it. off. I you bought, bought something. I bought something. <laughs> this guy's raking it in. You know, I I wish They don't pay teachers that.
0: enough, so they gotta make money elsewhere.
1: Yeah. I mean this guy is definitely raking in. No, but, you
0: have to. That's like the only way to survive nowadays. Yeah.
1: All he did the entire time was talk about how great the store was and <laughs> He told us stories and tales about the store. How he
0: loves cool. that store.
1: Yeah, he loves it. Like one kid, I, he like the sales every day. Like so, one kid bought like twenty eight Snickers on sale, and then went around <laughs> the school and sold, sold them for profit.
0: He was proud of the kid. Yeah, he was oh, proud that's of the great. kid. So oh, okay. I don't know
1: what's going on there, but uh,
0: like I said, yeah, it's tough times for teachers these <laughs> <tough times>. days. <laughs> but going back
1: to Bree. Uh yeah, I didn't get any warm and fuzzy compliments. (laughs) You know, I did get like, oh like she's very smart. You're
0: you're Brianna's dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: she's got this friend she talks to the entire period. Um, I got that. Yeah. Yeah. Which her friend that she just yapping in the corner with. I know. But I did get she you know, she's on top of things. She's smart. Right. You know, she's intelligent, but I didn't get any warm and fuzzy. Yeah. And like it was weird because like the Spanish teacher said, Oh, you're Brianna's dad. I'm like, yeah. And then she like moved on and then the next (gasps) I love your child. she's so sweet like the next person. person yeah i was just like oh you're Briazette." okay nice to meet you nice then, to meet you yeah oh my one, god oh my you're god. jimmy's mom oh she's an angel. oh she's yeah.
0: perfect
1: <laughs> you because
0: know, i did that one. i did curriculum yeah, night but
1: i didn't get like everyone's yeah. like oh
0: my god i didn't even yeah. know i was doing yeah. it like yeah. i love your kids yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. oh i didn't wow. get any of that yeah. i don't know so
0: Tough times, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, good thing she doesn't thrive on praise. So yeah, that's, true. that's
1: good. <laughs> She's self-motivated, which is good.
0: Yeah. All right, so just, let's, let's bring this we'll to the page. spin that. Yeah, let's bring yeah. this to the
1: Michaela Spiritual Family page.
0: Let's do it. All right, so I would love, if you are so inclined, to go to the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family page on Facebook, and I'll put a post up, and I want to hear about just... Your experiences now that you've thought about, it, you've reflected your own learning experiences, how it shaped you, how it shapes you today. Maybe if you have kids, what you see going on with them uh, make me feel better about my own teacher conference I had. No, but seriously, I love like when we all share ideas because um, on the page especially because we I love when you guys share ideas because what happens is everyone gets insight and you all have the best insight and the best ways of approaching things. So we'll go there and we'll take it we'll take it on there but um this podcast is for you and about you and I'm so thankful you spent some time with us today.